Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Business Leaders Radio. Now, here's your host, John Ray. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Business Leaders Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, I've been looking forward to this one. We have Ofer Uvexel with us. He's the CEO and co-founder of Peppery. Ofer, welcome. Thank you for uh, hosting me. Great pleasure and honor to be here on this show. Well, I'm I'm delighted to have you. Let's uh, set it up for everyone to introduce uh, you and Peppery. How are you serving folks out there? Uh, so uh, I, I myself, I'm one of the four founders of the company, uh, established the company like 12 years ago. Today, we are operating in uh, 70 countries around the world. Obviously, U.S. is by far the largest one for us. Uh, we have almost 1,000 customers worldwide, four offices uh, in Israel, in uh, New York, in uh, Ukraine, in Kiev, and in Melbourne, in Australia. And uh, we are serving uh, mainly companies. Uh, the, the type, we are business to business, so our customers are manufacturers, and distributors of physical good product, typically consumer good products, such as uh, food, beverages, uh, physical product, obviously. Uh, amongst our customers, you can find customer pe- uh, companies like Dermalogica from the U.S., Kimberly-Clark, uh, Allmark, Davidoff, many large customers, as well as some uh, mid-sized customers. Well, uh, that's about it. Unless you have more specific questions. Well, you, you, yeah, you're dealing. I, you know, look at these small, out of the way companies you're dealing with. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, offer I that's. To, a, I, I forgot to mention what we are giving them, what we are selling them. Yeah. Uh, which is a, which is a sales platform, a SaaS based sales sales platform, helping them sell throughout the different uh, channels that companies are selling today it's not like in the past that you were selling only through one single channel so mm. we are helping them selling throughout all the different channels that they might have for as long as it's business to business uh, that's it <laughs> well you mentioned some major companies there seriously and and it's interesting that these companies did not already have this solution address that please uh, typically, they all have different solutions. The what makes Peppery stand out is uh, is really the fact that it's all provided. All these different solutions, all these different sales channels, are provided from a single business logic, from a single software SaaS based, as opposed to integrating different solutions. Uh, and this provides a lot of benefits. A great example for that is, for example, trade promotion. Trade promotion is what uh, in our industry are people are using in terms of phrasing uh, for uh, upsell, cross-sell. Uh, if you need to provide to your customer trade promotions from different channels, for example, a sales rep on the road, a business-to-business e-commerce site, a DSD from a driver, and to keep consistency in both in the experience as well as in the data between those different solutions and make sure that they really provide the same uh, benefits to the customers uh, is quite uh, complex. 
we do that very simple because it's all coming from one product, from one database, from one business logic. So this is what set us apart from uh, the competitor. And this is the reason that companies that might have all these different solutions that we are providing will switch uh, to our solution. So, uh, Ofer, did you and your co-founders, did you, uh, did all of you come from the CPG industry? None of us came from the CPG industry. Uh, it's all by coincidence, if I may call it this way. I, I was approached like 12 years ago uh, by uh, two investors that were actually were uh, called me because uh, people they knew that recommended. And they had an idea uh, which was totally different than what we are doing today around CPG, actually around watches to be more precise, selling watches. And uh, this is how everything started. So we started with the idea they had 12 years ago, but like three, four years into, uh, into this business, we decided to switch to what we are doing today. Uh, and we learn. Uh, however, all of us had a lot of experience in uh, dealing with software uh, and dealing with international sales uh, of software. So, uh, this is this is the background we came with. Wow. Well, it, you know, it's amazing that these really big companies cannot solve this problem themselves that you're able to solve with no industry no, or no industry experience, basically. Uh, I think companies today are not trying, uh, especially the large one, it might surprise you, will not try to solve problems uh that are not their business. Software is not their business. Mm -hmm. They will not, uh, in the past, they would try to build their own solutions. Nowadays, uh, companies uh, realize that uh, buying off-the-shelf product, software product, incorporate a lot of know-how into it, know-how that was gathered from, in our case, from thousands of customers. Uh, bear in mind, we had a lot of experience on the, in those 12 years. Uh, we don't have the time to share with you, but for example, we fired many, many customers because they were too small for us in the past, mm. um, decided to focus on mid-market and large customers. Uh, so uh, they, they get it out of the box and then they get a lot of know-how that is constantly, especially with SaaS, that is easily upgraded. Uh, they get a lot of know-how that is constantly being upgraded with new innovations as opposed to develop their own things, maintaining their own thing, and then innovating all the time only by themselves. Uh, so I think it's quite common today. The question that is more relevant for me, how we compete against some of those giants because they're on the same space, mm. like Salesforce, Oracle, SAP, because we are selling is really the, the core business is sales platform. And the answers for that is is really our focus on relatively narrow compared to what they're offering narrow market and providing everything really from one business logic uh, and our mobility which is a very crucial part of our technology is a very crucial part for our customer as well and this is where they fall apart uh, the ability to provide native mobile apps uh, from the same business logic with browser-based solution is something that we are shining with, uh, as opposed to our typical competitors. 
uh, folks. This is a bit too technical, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense because you're serving a industry that is highly mobile in terms of delivery and that kind of thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A lot of a lot of uh, logistic, a lot of drivers, salespeople on the road. Mm-hmm. You're totally right. Yeah. Uh, Ofer Your Vexel is with us, folks. He is uh, co-founder, CEO of Peppery. So um, why is it that these B2B brands and wholesalers need your solution over if they can sell direct to consumer or on marketplaces for that matter? Uh, this is a question not related just to me specifically. It's related to why would they continue to sell B2B? <laughs> and uh, and then obviously uh, the answer should be why would they sell B2B? So first of all, the majority of the world today is B2B, way bigger, although it might surprise you in terms of uh, potential than B2C. And uh, they are already selling B2B. So for them to go to B, uh, I'm talking the ma- big majority of them, to switch to direct-to-consumer is a risky move, proven uh to be very difficult and in many cases not profitable as expected. There are many failures in the industry that uh, of companies that try that. But I would not say do not do it. Uh, I would just say definitely do not want to leave behind your current business. And again, I'm talking about the majority of the market. It's just another channel D2C. And uh, what Actually, what most companies that were trying to do D2C learn is that D2C is a great way to collect the direct information about your customer, your consumer, your end customer, and improve your product. But it's not a way for B2B typical companies uh, to do business. Uh, so to answer the long, uh, <laughs> I hope I was not too lengthy with my answer. I would say uh, in short way, our customer typically will not leave the B2B, uh, although they might play with D2C, uh, but it will not become their uh, main line of business. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, now, I know each of your customers is different. So factoring that in, though, I mean, how do you measure measure success for a customer? And how, what does that look like? I mean, uh, you, yeah, great question. Uh, uh, the obvious thing is, you know, you're selling a sales platform and you want uh, your customer to sell more as a result, which is proven to be true. We have several customers that at meeting uh, and we have case studies like that on our website mm-hmm. uh, that, that we help them grow their sales. But in most cases, companies will say, no, it relates to what competition was doing it is not directly related to technology. So if you're asking me what would be the type of things that I can really prove that it's thanks to our technology, one great thing that we are hearing from all our customers is that suddenly there is quiet in their support channel. And reason being is once everything is transferred in terms of data and knowledge, to the endpoints, to the user that are using the system, whether they are the customer of our customers or the sell, the seller of our customer, the salespeople in the field, the logistic people, 
then there's no need uh, for them to call, to ask questions, to, to, uh, to say there is a mistake because it's automated. So mistakes, errors are reduced dramatically to something which is really very, very close to zero. So suddenly there is much more, much less noise in the support channel. And typically the support channel is turning into more of a sales channel than a support channel, because then you can use your support people to do upsells, to make sure that your customers are happy. So this is something that is really uh, proven. Uh, we hear it from all our customers because everything is automated. Everything is synchronized between the different channels. Uh, the third thing, other than increasing sales, and helping them to see quiet to see that to use the support uh, for proactive selling uh, as opposed to reactive support is uh, everything is moving much faster we have customers that used to the, the most extreme case is a customer a huge customer in germany wine distributor worldwide that used to distribute in 14 days uh, and with us reduce it uh, internationally to two days and within Germany to one day. Mm. Uh, and this is quite dramatic in terms of cash flow, in terms of customer experience. Uh, so these are the three main thing I would say. Uh, you know, I had to smile when you were talking about uh, producing quiet. It's like silence is golden, right? I mean, the great song. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, uh, yeah, and I can see how your clients may argue with you about who gets the credit, but you can't argue with the fact that if support doesn't have to take up time away from salespeople, that it always helps. You can't argue with that, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and think about also the frustration of customers and salespeople uh, that they are inquiring about basic information that, that there's no need to inquire anymore. It's in the palm of their end. Mm -hmm. you know, it just, and we bring it typically the relevant information in the right moment when they need it, because we know what type of information they need in a certain moment, you know, in a certain process. Uh, so everything is uh, automated for them. And since you're dealing with medium to large size companies whose product lines are, you know, they're, they're struggling on just, you know, single digit kind of unit sales. Right. I mean, so it, every little bit helps a company like that. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, sometimes it's, uh, you, you bring a very important point, you know, th these customers are sometimes selling to different channels and it might be that the channel that is, uh, generating 80% of their transaction are only is only providing them with 20% of their net revenue. Mm. And those small customers that have uh, much larger margins are really the ones that are not doing the transactions, but they're giving them the net, the net revenues. Mm. So they might be extremely important, although they are small. Uh, in accumulation, if you take them together, yeah, I, I took yeah. an I, I took an extreme example, but uh, in most cases, uh, it's true that the largest channels are it, their gross margin are by far smaller. Over yeah. you, over your Vexel is with us, folks. Uh, with Peppery, he's the CEO and co-founder at Peppery. Um, I love it. I mean, you. Obviously, you don't have to share names, but if you could just share a success story 
maybe a successful implementation you're particularly proud of, that would be great. A great example is actually a name I already dropped. It's Dermalogica from California. Um, I hope you're familiar with them. They are from a uni, they are a Unilever company, and mm. they are, I, I think, they are the number one leader in uh, face care, in skin care, mm. in uh, beauty cosmetics. We started a relationship with them around five, six years ago, um, and there is actually a published case study. The reason I'm proud of what we did there is because of the gradual uh, implementation adding more and more value to their business. And they are extremely successful, especially nowadays. Actually, two weeks ago, I was eating lunch with a few of their folks there in California. Uh, and they are extremely successful. What we did for them, we started just with uh, replacing uh, a system they had for 100 sales rep across the U.S., selling to people who sell Dermalogica products, uh, typically professional sales, uh, meaning uh, beauty professionals, uh, which was just an implementation for a mobile solution. But then uh, we then replaced their entire process of another system, which is a very well-known system that we replaced for dealing with lead to account process between accounting and sales uh, taking a lead all the way up to turning it into a customer and then obviously registering the customer in their ERP system, in their main system. Uh, and then immediately after implementing the first B2B solution, B2B e-commerce solution for all their retailer in the U.S., like 5,000, uh, for them to take order themselves including those uh, beauty professional before that they can take order themselves. And then adding more by taking older international distributors to order from Peppery, uh, again, through B2B e-commerce. And then their internal employees who have special monthly account that they can order for free up to a certain amount. And all that, is combined with very, very sophisticated trade promotions that they have, very sophisticated that are taking into account how much they bought from certain segment and while they take an order, what is within this order in order to give them additional uh, discounts, things that you don't find in B2C, only in B2B. Uh, and then started to expand with them internationally uh, to additional countries. Uh, so this is a great story for me because uh, obviously a customer that is going through such a journey with us must be pleased. Uh, and obviously it's not, uh, it's a very successful customer. So I'm happy to help them in their success. Your your platform must be awfully flexible. Is that the word? Um, to be able to go through all those different scenarios and different problems. You actually touched on the second point that I'm always proud of. The number one is what I mentioned before, the ability to combine everything in one business logic, all those different solutions. The number two, I'm always arguing that we are the most flexible. How do you measure flexible in software? You measure flexible in software with the ability to make changes to the look and feel, to make changes to the processes without the need to use programmers, that you just need a system admin drag and dropping objects, 
drag and dropping uh, processes without code, without compilation. Uh, so you don't need to go through a tedious uh, development process. And it works. And then you press publish and the end user is getting it. Whether it's a web browser, which is quite simple, but the end user is also getting, getting it on a native online offline apps. Uh, and I, I claim that we are the most flexible solution in that respect. Sorry for the noise. Uh, so I, I, you touched on the right point. Yes, we are. I claim that we are the most flexible in our in our vertical in yeah. our industry for what we do. That's terrific. Now I have to ask, given given uh, the uniqueness of a lot of these brands and and their and the companies that own them, have you had any crazy requirements that uh, you've implemented that you didn't uh, curveballs that got thrown your way? that you weren't expecting that uh, you were asked to implement? Yep. This is uh, typically it's relates to scalability, this type of things. Uh, crazy requirements. I would say we have customers that, uh, that requested uh, hundreds of hundreds of uh, promotion that is managing and changing on a monthly basis. And this, we haven't seen anything close to it, but the, uh, this was relatively easily addressed where we see the challenges uh, with scalability. And we have customers, for example, in Indonesia with over 100,000 customers. Uh, and this is not typical in business to business. Think about it. 100,000 customers, but Indonesia is the fourth largest uh, country in the world population-wise. Mm. Uh, another great example is uh, in business to business, we have a customer in Texas in automotive uh, with over a million uh, uh, SKUs, uh, meaning products. Mm -hmm. uh, again, not typical in our in most industries, I would say, especially not in CPG, in uh, consumer goods. Uh, and, and this is a challenge because, again, in business to business as opposed to B2C, Everything is multiplied. If you take thousand customers with thousand price lists, which you don't find in, in B2C, you only have one price list, but thousand customer with thousand price lists, uh, with thousand, uh, with thousand uh, product, you already have a billion, okay, lines that you need to manage. Uh, thousand by thousand by thousand. Uh, sorry, you, you get, yeah, a billion. Yeah. Uh, and this is the complexity. This is very complex to manage uh, in that respect, um, especially when you need to manage it sometimes on small devices in offline. Uh, so these are the type of challenges that we ran into. I mentioned a customer in Indonesia, uh, Diamond. Uh, I think this is a great example. Yeah, it, it strikes me that you. <laughs> You've got uh, customers that are pretty sticky. I mean, if you've got, if you're able to solve some of the complex problems that they have with their uh, sales channels in the way you describe, uh, you've got customers for a long time. Yep. Uh, the large one are very sticky one yeah. uh, because their problem is much bigger. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. So um, as, as we wrap up here, um, over and this has been great and congratulations on the great work you're doing. Um, what, what, what's ahead? I mean, what, what, what do you see ahead over the next uh, few years 
uh, for peppery? Uh, in general, I cannot. We are doing here and there a small, uh, small improvement to our customers. There's always room for improvement, but I cannot uh, share the larger picture, which we are working on. All I can say is that uh, we are taking our flexibility one level more uh, in terms of infrastructure. Again, I'm not talking feature wise, mm. uh, and intend to release toward uh, the end of this year a new flexibility capabilities it's just infrastructure it will take us uh, every quarter we will be using them immediately after to improve further the flexibility that we are providing to our customers okay well <laughs> folks better stay tuned uh some great things ahead for peppery uh over your vexel this has been great thanks so much for coming on the show really enjoyed your uh questions uh thank you very much for hosting me again have a great day yeah thank you and before i let you go though i need to make sure we get get contact information out there yeah how can folks uh that want to know more how can they connect with you very easy it's peppery.com and you'll find all the information there pepper is like pepper with i at the end pepper i.com peppery (laughs) Uh, Ofer your Vexel, folks. Uh, Ofer, thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Take care. And, folks, that's it for Business Leaders Radio. Uh, Join us next time, businessleadersradio.com, for more information. I'm host John Ray. Thanks again.